You are tuned in to the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl Watchlist Show with your hosts Rick Staratella and Joe Everett, featuring NFLPA Bowl Executive Director Dane Vandernath. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl Big Board Show. I am your host, Rick Saratella. Telling it like it is since 2002 when it comes to the NFL draft and when it comes to the NFL draft process. And, you know, I'm not going to waste any time on today's episode because I got something I want to get off my chest. My co-hosts, who are fortunate enough to take time out of their schedule each and every week and shed some light in the big board in the process. That's why we do this show, right? We're pretty transparent about the process here. And this is our 13th episode for the last three months or so. Uh, we've been riding here, bringing you the names you need to know. We've been out on location across the nation, dropping names each and every week on this show. And we do that because why? One, well, listen, the All-Star Game process, it's a, it's a grueling process, but we try to be transparent about it, right? And, you know, there's a narrative out there that I want to address. And again, I'm going to apologize to my co-hosts because I'm starting off on a rant, but it's very important. So, and I'll let them follow up because I know they're going to be fired up to talk about this too. But there's a narrative out there. I saw it with the Senior Bowl and an agent brought it up to me personally. So I'm going to address it right now. There's a narrative out there that, and I'm going to speak on the NFL PA Bowl. The NFL PA Bowl is playing favorites to agents. You're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. Okay, it's a smack in the face to all the hard work we've put in. It's an insult to all the time we've spent traveling the country, going out there, personally scouting every player we invite. And I got news for you. There are no favorites being played here. And you know what? If there's a false narrative out there, someone's either misinformed, uneducated or lying. Okay. And I don't care if somebody has an agenda. I'm not worried about it. We're out here telling you who we're looking at. And you know what? If another game takes that player, we don't even care because we got players for days. And we're not being arrogant about it. It's because we're confident in what we do. And if you're not confident in what you do for your job, then you're in the wrong profession. Okay? So there's no favorites being made here. We had a call with six people on that line. All six people had equal voices. But listen, at the end of the day, the buck stops with Dan Vandernat, and I have him on the, line, uh, on the line. And I'm not going to speak for him. I'm going to let him chime in and weigh in. But I am telling you right now, the only reason why I say this is because the agent who brought it to my attention is very well respected, as connected as any agent that I know, and has been in this business a long time. So if that person thinks that, there's other people out there that think that. And, you know, I saw the Senior Bowl had the same issue. I've gotten into the business of educating people lately. And you know what? I'm going to educate something right now. Here's what the ability of an agent has to do, okay? And I will personally tell you that every single agent that has reached out to me, I've gotten back to, every single one. Now, some of you, I have stronger relationships with others. You get me on the phone. We have a conversation. And you know what an agent can do? They can call me up, and we're transparent with the process. I will tell you the chances that a player has of getting into our game. But there's no favoritism being made here. I can tell you that. All right. I can go I can probably go on the entire show and educate you on the process. But there's some agents that are better than others, some that are more connected than others, some that might know more than others, 
And you know what else an agent can do? They can say, hey, you know what? I got hit up this past week. Five agents hit me up about the UMass corner. Tells me I, got to, I better go look at that kid. So an agent can bring a player to my attention, but your film is what gets you invited. Your film is your resume. So any agent out there that tells you they got you an all-star invite, they did not. Your film got you invited, okay? So we're transparent with the process. We've had agents put players on our radar and bring attention to those players, and then we do our homework and our due diligence. So, you know, let me get that out of the way to start the day. I am your host, RIC, and a place to be, like I said at the top of the show, talented like it is since 2002 when it comes to the NFL draft. Rick Saratella joined by the director of college recruiting, Dane Vandernat, and our fellow scout, Von Hutchins. We'll welcome them into the show one at a time. And I know, you know, I I did this unscripted, so, um, you know, this is instant raw reaction. We'll start off with Dane Vandernat, the director of college recruiting, who spent 10 years with the Oakland Raiders, of course, now overseeing the NFLPA operations. Dane, how are we doing today? (laughs) <laughs> Cracking up over here, Rick, listening to your rant, man. But I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? Are, are you calmed down a little bit, or are you still on, uh, the, you know, level 10 right now? No, no. We're just, you know, we're at six and a half. We'll crank it up when we get out to Pasadena. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we <laughs> we got Von Hutchins on the line as well. Von, how are we doing today? I'm good, Rick. Like, like Dane, man, just sitting back listening. Hey, listen, you know, I only address it because I want to nip any kind of narrative like that in the butt right off the gate. And, you know, that's the beautiful thing about social media and the podcast that we do here each and every week so that we can address these uh, concerns and issues. But, hey, you know, we've got some things. Dane, I know you're on your way to uh, Kansas or at Kansas, so we'll um, let you follow up on anything else that I, you know, that I had to say. And and then we'll uh, get you on out of here because I know you're tight for time. So, uh, you know, just – yeah, anything reaction-wise, thoughts or comments that you want to say? I just want to get it out there and clear the air for everybody. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of news to me, um, you know, because I've been, as you said, Rick, uh, very transparent with agents. <clears throat> I think all three of us are well-connected in this business and have a lot of relationships, which is very typical of people in our industry here. And, um, you know, I uh, can tell you right now, I've told a lot of agents, hey, I like this player of yours. I don't like this one of yours. So we are not playing favorites. As you said, the film is their resume. We're basing everything. I mean, really, it, it, at the end of the day, the steel Dennis Allen's line from, uh, from his time working with us at the Raiders. But we, uh, we're going to evaluate guys and invite guys who we think have the best NFL chance not guys because it's a favoritism-type role. So, for us, it's our job to project these young men, these prospects, to see who's a prospect, who's a suspect, and we only want prospects participating in our game. So, um, yeah, I don't know. uh, That doesn't make me feel real happy to hear that some people are throwing that around there, Rick, but um, I'll only reaffirm that this is a production business and we're inviting guys to produce. And that's right. That's the bottom line. And at the end of the day, we'll see. We'll let the results speak for themselves. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, there's a lot of misinformation being spread this time of year. But it's also an exciting time of year. And we're going to get into some of the fun stuff here uh, that we've encountered throughout the process. But, uh, you know, before we do, hey, uh, the invite first wave, for the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl did go out this past week, Dane. So uh, a lot of agents and and even players 
hitting me up and saying, hey, well, what now? What's next? Are the are the invites done? What's the process from here? And maybe you can give us a little insight in in, in terms of that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'll speak for probably all of us in saying that uh, the, the work is continuing. You know, I was at Notre Dame this week. I was at Ohio State. And as you mentioned, I'm at Kansas right now, and I'll be down at Arkansas next week. So, um for, for me, I'm continuing to work. I'm continuing to evaluate where it's the midseason point. I, I can only echo, I'm, I'm very excited. We've had some, some outstanding responses to the invitations that we have already sent out. It will continue to be a process of them going out. And as we continue to get more information, as we continue with our evaluation process, um, you know, we're going to continue to roll out our invitations. So it, it is a very exciting time of year, man. And, uh, we're going to hold off on announcing any of our commitments. You know, that's one of those things where we agreed with the schools and, and, and we let them know that we don't want to be a distraction to them. They're still playing games. This is a team sport that we're all in. And, uh, you know, we're going to sit here and hold on to our commitments for the time being and we'll announce once the season concludes. But um very excited for the response we've gotten and uh, anxious to continue this effort in these coming weeks and months. No doubt about it. And it's exciting times, you know, waking up and, you know, uh, checking out to see who the latest all-star game invites are. And, you know, it's pre- predominantly has been uh, senior bowl invites. They've been cranking away and, uh, you know, a couple guys that we thought might be on the bubble. And, uh, you know, we were excited about possibly having, and then there's players that have gone out and accepted their NFL PA invites on the social media and Twitterverse. And it's exciting to see that too. And, and we're proud uh, of what this game represents and, and uh, proud of the fact that players take pride in receiving an invitation and, and the platform of having a chance to compete in front of the entire NFL community. Over 200 NFL scouts last year, I can guarantee you there'll be more there than that this year. And, uh, you know, Dane, we'll wrap up with you because I know you got to get gone. Um, you're down at Kansas, but uh, we've been, you know, traveling the country now for the past three months trying to identify top prospects here, and I uh, thought we'd have a little bit of fun. Of course, LSU Alabama is going to be a whole lot of fun, and we'll break that down with Vaughn and, and and his neck of the woods in just a moment and get him involved in the show, and uh, I appreciate you waiting patiently, Vaughn, but uh, and we'll get your favorite scouting trail pit stop as well, but let's get Dane's uh, favorite scouting trail pit stop so far on the journey this season. We're just talking this season now, Dane. Uh, what's been your favorite pit stop or, or visit so far? Well, I'll tell you what. I've had really three months of great pit stops. been awesome how these universities and programs have received the NFLPA and uh, really the hospitality that they've all shown you know, especially, and I'll only speak for me here, I'm sure that you and Vaughn can echo similar sentiments. But, um, you know, I mean, boy, I'll, I'll tell you, this last week in Ohio State, Notre Dame, and then even the week before at a place like Michigan, when you're talking about some of the heart and souls and the foundations of college football, of the traditions, we're celebrating 150 years of college football and, you know, I mean, it's just been awesome. You go into Ohio State, I was texting a buddy of mine who's from Ohio, coaches in the NFL, and I was, you know, letting him know I was going into into OSU, and he says, yeah, you know, be careful of all the clutter of all the national championship trophies in the atrium. And, you know, you go walk into Notre Dame, and you've got a statue of the four horsemen right there. 
you go through Michigan and one of the most impressive football facilities in all the country. And I mean, it's just amazing. Some of these visits, some of the, of uh, the buildings that have been constructed, some of these, these temples of our game here that, um, you know, just paying a lot of tribute to those past great teams, those past great players and coaches, and, and really everyone who just made this game America's game and, um, you know, what really represents some of the great spots. But, um, you know, hey, going down to Arkansas next week, I'm going to go to Herman's Rib House down there in Fayetteville. My man Calvin Branch with the Raiders first introduced me to Herman's when we were there a couple of years ago. So, you know what, as we all know, the scout's only as good as the stomach is full. So, um, you know, whenever you're in any of these college towns, you have to be sure to find those, uh, you know, iconic cuisines. You have to make sure you get out to the restaurants and that you really get a great feel of these college towns and environments. So um, we're always taking advantage of them that, uh, you know, it's just been a great season getting out on the road here, man. Really been enjoying it and, anxious to continue it yeah and you know hey we 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 don't always get a chance to uh type up a a scouting report on these food joints like we do on the players but i can guarantee the the mental archives when you go to the different cities uh you know if you get a chance to pick a scout's brain i definitely am waiting for a scout to do the uh the scout's guide to uh food pit stops through uh, uh through throughout the country so um Definitely agree with you on that, Dane. And uh, with that being said, I know you're a busy man, so uh, we'll let you boogie. And, uh, you know, again, I appreciate you waiting patiently at the top of the show here while I rant and rave and get my uh, my uh, conundrum out of my system. But, hey, uh, we're having fun doing this and, uh, you know, appreciate everything uh, that has transpired up until this point. And like you just said, uh, the, the work is really – you know, we're halfway through the season. The work is really just beginning, and uh, there's going to be a lot of fun here for the next uh, two months or so leading up to Pasadena. Absolutely. No, uh, you know, first of all, thanks for getting me on here, Rick, and, you know, Vaughn, looking forward to uh, chopping it up here soon. But, um, you know, always always have a great time, man. It, I mean, look, we all work in, a, in the sports and entertainment industry. We work for this great game of football, man. It, I mean, it's just an exciting time of year. I, I'm, I'm, I've been so anxious for this part to get going, to see these invitations going out, to get these responses back, you know, to start, you know, building in your own mind this dream theme of, of these great young men that we're going to get a chance to work with and see work and, you know, watch them go out there and go compete in the Rose Bowl. And, um, you know, it, it's just so the excitement's brewing as we start transitioning a little bit out here in the Midwest from fall to winter. But, uh, hey, man, uh, appreciate you guys and, um, you know, enjoy the uh, enjoy the show today, man. Keep up the positive energy, Rick, sir. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you, Dane. That's Dane Vandernat, the director of college scouting here at the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. He is uh, on the move and moving and shaking here as we get uh, ready to get those second wave of player invites out shortly and, uh you know, he's uh, been 10 years strong with the Oakland Raiders. This man here that I'm going to speak with had uh, seven years with the Raiders, of course, six years in the NFL. Uh, he's seen it from the player perspective. He's done it from the scouting perspective, and now he's doing it for the NFL PA ball perspective. And, 
you know, before we dig into your favorite pit stops, Vaughn, I know you've been uh, listening and taking everything in. So I'll give you uh, the stage here if you want to chime in or follow up with anything that's been mentioned thus far. I mean, at the end of the day, we tell God all the time. We preach to him. Your resume is your tape. So it doesn't, agents don't get you in games. Agents don't get you drafted. Agents don't put you on teams. At some point, guys will be exposed in that type of way if an agent did the work for you. So your resume is your tape, point blank, period. So that's that discussion. Uh, favorite pit stops. Uh, I mean, we talk about it all the time, like, just like Dane said. Uh, you know, there's a couple of different things in scouting. You know, don't let the weather beat you, you know. You always come equipped with uh, some type of gear, rain gear, cold weather gear. You better have a sweatshirt when you go into the meeting room, you know. Uh, and another thing is you ask other scouts what are the local food joints in particular areas. So I got a couple, uh, one in Oxford, Mississippi, uh, down on the square, Ajax and Bouray. And these are places, you got Ajax, which is more of a southern comfort food, uh, great, great food, uh, and Bure, which is more of a, a little more upscale, uh, but it's a seafood joint where, I mean, you can go in and get your gumbo, your crawfish etouffee, uh, you know, things like that. So fried crawfish, that, that these things touch me uh, just from being my Mississippi root. So, uh, that's one down in Ole Miss. And another one, I, I hollered at uh, my guy Riley McKenzie, one of our our Northeast scouts. He's from Knoxville. So I was at UT visiting a beautiful campus in the Rockies. Uh, I hit him up and said, hey, what's the spot should I hit tonight to get some good food? He said, man, you And it came out of his mouth so quickly that I had to go. I go in and then, and uh, I may have used my entire per diem uh, <laughs> while eating uh, fried pickles. Uh, I think I had boudin balls. Uh, I think I may have had catfish and you know just all over the place. But great, great food. So I mean, I, I, we've had a couple of spots and just like Dane mentioned, uh, the environment of game day in the SEC, ACC, Conference USA, Sun Belt. Uh, the environment of game day down here, just in the south, in my opinion, it can't be beat. So I've had some enjoyable time on the road these last couple months. Yeah, no, it's been fun. And we're talking to Vaughn Hutchins, a scout here for NFLPA Collegiate Ball, former Oakland Raiders scout, former NFL player, along with Rick Saratelli. Just heard from Dane Vandernat. We're talking pit stops. And, you know, I think we've all been fortunate enough uh, to pass through some major college football towns and, you know, listening to Dane talk about Ohio state and Michigan. And then, you know, uh, you're, you're literally living in the, 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 the hotbed of, you know, football and the top football in the world down there in the Southeast and all the SEC schools and, and, and truly the bloodstream of college football here in this 150th year anniversary of it all. So it's been a lot of fun. I've had a chance to get out to a lot of uh, uh, major cities and programs. And I had my first Cremante sandwich out in Pittsburgh, you know, to think that I'm going to be uh, hitting the big 4-0 and, and just 
finally find, discovering Primanti Brothers, uh, you know, ha- had a chance to, you know, visit there in August and then was back in Pittsburgh, I think, in October. And, you know, before I even checked into my hotel, it was just straight to Primanti Brothers. But uh, for me, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, um, being a Jersey guy and, you know, heading out west a few weeks back, and, and, and I loved all my pit stops out west, and Oregon was a fun place and had a chance to go to Eugene and Corvallis. But I think, you know, uh, traveling through the side roads of, of D3, George Fox University, passing through these uh, these minute towns, and, uh, you know, you blink and you go two blocks and you're into the next town. But I think just, you know, uh, the football program there, uh, they were defunct for you know, 45 years ago or 50 years ago, they ended their uh, football program. Five years ago, they brought it back. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't hold many folks, but I'll tell you what, it was a packed house. You couldn't find a seat in the place. Um, you know, third down, everybody's standing, jiggling their keys. And uh, just the uh, the camaraderie, the small school campus, uh, the small town feel, uh, I'll tell you what, you talk about royalty there. I mean, you know, they brought me up with all the boosters, Vaughn. They're, they got their own personal chef on the grill, mind you, uh, cooking, you know, uh, barbecue spare ribs falling off the bone, uh, chicken wings right off the grill, um, cooks to serve type of service. And we're at D3 now. And, uh, you know, the first game, yeah, I, I kicked it off with a with a banger with a you know, South Carolina, North Carolina, they had, you know, that, that Carolina uh, brisket, barbecue brisket, that was mighty fine and, and good. But, uh, you know, just to kind of get that D3 perspective for me, uh, traveling out to George Fox University, of course, Caleb Dalzell, we talked about him, uh, 26 teams, checking them out. And, you know, I, I was pretty amazed to hear, you know, uh, some of the teams that have been in there seven times, four times, three times, uh, and, you know, again, I think he's been banged up this year with injury, so he's probably not getting drafted. But kind of reminds me of uh, the, the D3 kid that was down at the Senior Bowl last year. I think it was Connor. I, I think he winded up getting drafted by the Falcons. Um, maybe not as uh, physically gifted, but a similar type of player. So, for me, it was uh, George Fox out there in Oregon and, you know, some of the scouts. I mentioned the Caleb Delzel to where the heck is George Fox? But, um, you know, I figured we have some fun since we've all been hitting the road hard, grinding uh, the past three months. And, you know, again, the NFLPA first wave invites have gone out. Uh, we'll let the senior bowl do their thing, announce their commitments, and we'll start rolling out our commitments. We've got a second wave going out shortly. Of course, NFL network five-year deal, uh, we're excited about that to be broadcast, not just the game, but the practices throughout the week for the next five years on the NFL Network. So that's uh, going a long way towards your exposure. If you're just getting caught up with everything, we announced Hugh Jackson and Marvin Lewis as the two head coaches. Uh, we have our salute to military with the uh, academy and uh, the Air Force, Army, and Navy programs. So, man, there's so much exciting fun stuff going on January 18th Pasadena at the historic Rose Bowl it'll be the ninth annual NFL PA Collegiate Bowl and you know Vaughn up until this point uh I'd have to say this LSU Alabama showdown the first uh college football playoff poll 
was unveiled. Uh, we can rant and rave and banter, you know, should Clemson be in, should Clemson be out? Well, listen, you know what? At the end of the day, these two teams are ranked two and three. Penn State has a big one against undefeated Minnesota. Somebody ahead of Clemson is going to lose this week. So chances are Clemson will eventually be in the top four. But uh, the initialists, they're on the outside looking in. I don't know if you have any thoughts about that, but we're going to talk some LSU, Alabama prospects. Before we do, you know, Ohio State, uh, news just hitting. We're recording here on November 11th. News just hitting. Chase Young is going to be uh, suspended this week. Chances are, you know, his Buckeyes career is probably over. Let's be honest. I mean, there's no value for him playing in uh, any more college football games. I wouldn't be surprised if he bolts to the draft. We saw Bosa do it. So Ohio State sitting in that driver's seat, but they just get a big blow. We've got LSU, Alabama sitting at two and three, Penn State at four, Clemson at five. Before we get into this LSU, Alabama, any thoughts? Do you agree, disagree, uh, care to elaborate on this college football playoffs at all? I mean, you got a, a bunch of talented teams, a bunch of teams vying for positions. There's going to be some, I know in the SEC, guys are getting knocked off weekly. Uh, one of these two teams right here uh, have championship aspirations. You know, will both of them be able to? to contend and, and fall into the playoff if they have one loss, you know? So, I mean, uh, it's enjoyable. That's why you come and watch the games. I mean, this, is, this isn't this is scripted. Uh, any team can beat any team any given Saturday. So it's exciting. And, you know, the, uh, the big headline, I think, with LSU-Alabama, you know, it looks like all things are a go for Tua, for Alabama at the quarterback position, of course, uh, Joe Burrow, a senior quarterback that, you know, there's a lot of buzz around him, Vaughn. There's some talk now he could be a first-round pick. And let's be honest, I think this game right here against Alabama can just put a, a big momentum changer in terms of how high he can creep up draft boards. Without question. Without question. I mean, Joe's been a guy who I spoke about him earlier in the podcast uh, in the earlier weeks just about his toughness, his um, mental strength, uh, the persona and, and the, the swag and the, the demeanor that he had on field, the type of leader that he was off the field, the type of worker that he is. And I think that type of energy that he has kind of permeates throughout the entire team. And you can see this team, which is already an uh, extremely talented team that's well coached. You can see, you can see this team uh, just – riding the wave of Joe. Uh, that offense is rolling. Uh, defense is playing well. They have talented guys on, on the back end, talented rushers, uh, some underclassmen that are going to be some high draft picks on both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a tough battle. Obviously, Tua has national championships behind his name. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be an exciting, exciting game. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, uh, Vegas has it as a pretty close game. I, I truly believe that it, – it, I think it, I can see it going down to the last possession. Like, whoever has the ball last might just win. And if that's the case, I mean, there's still a good chance that despite losing this week, I mean, you can state a case. If it's a close game and goes down to last possession, uh, you can still keep both of these teams – inside the top four of the college football playoffs. Of course, we'll just have to wait till next week to kind of discuss that. But, um, hey, 
you know, it's it's interesting looking at this matchup, Vaughn, because on um, one perspective, you know, at any given moment, every player on the field could potentially be playing on Sundays. On the other end of the evaluation standpoint for us, I mean, not many seniors left, right? I mean, these guys recruit uh, so so good that, you know, they're usually three and done. So rarely do you get to see uh, top prospects stay until they're, senior season but uh highlight some of the guys for me here lsu alabama who are some of the top senior prospects who are some guys who might be in mobile who are some guys that could possibly be in pasadena i mean these guys just talking about the seniors alone you can start with terrell lewis their edge rusher you know he's a guy that's about six five he's lean he's athletic he can bend the edge he has an arsenal of rush moves uh he was banged up last year, early in the season, started slow. He's picked it up as of late, and you can see their pass rush has picked it up as of late also. So uh, that's one guy, Raekwon Davis. Both of these guys will be in Mobile more than likely. Uh, another D tackle in, in the lines of, you know, we talked about Ken Law often. I mean, this guy is 6'6". He's 3'15". They play a 3'4 type set. He plays inside. He plays outside. Uh, you can play him at five tech in the league. You can play him at, at defensive tackle. He, probably, he may grow into a nose. Uh, so, I mean, he has position versatility, scouts, NFL executives, coaches. I'm going to rave about his athleticism, his power, his length. It's going to be a high draft pick. Uh, and then you can get two guys like Shaheem Carter, Antonio Jen- Jennings, who's starting to pick up. This is a guy who's, you know, I kind of compared to Lamar Woodley, kind of stocky. 6-1 frame, plays on the edge, uh, powerful versus the run. Uh, it's a power rush type of player. Uh, I mean, these, it's, a, it's a team that's stocked with talent. Uh, Matt Womack and, and Jared Maiden are also other prospects. And then switching and going over to LSU, uh, we already talked about Joe Burrow and what he's done, what he's done for the organization and the, the team and just uh, – that LSU offense as a whole and how it's changed the perception of what LSU has been offensively over the last decade or so. Uh, But we can go defensively with Christian Fulton and Ronald Lawrence. Both these guys, Fulton is going to be a high draft pick. He's a top 15, top 20 type of guy at corner, lockdown sticky in the mind and in the mode of uh, a Tredavious White, not as quick, not as twitchy, uh, but he has, a smart game, uh, plays with good instincts. He's a guy that would have come out early last year had he not been in a situation with the school. Uh, but, this, uh, again, just talent everywhere. Uh, Michael Divinity was a guy who just left the team, but he's another guy who still has uh, NFL ability as an edge 3-4 backer, 6-3, long arms, uh, Actually, six-one long arms, able to play with with leverage on the edge, has position versatility. He's played their Mike position some. Uh, guy that uh, we like at the NFLPA, uh, wide receiver, tight end conversion, Stephen Sullivan. He's a guy that's played wide receiver and had production at receiver over the course of his career at LSU, and has been forced to play a tight end role that he's grown into. I mean, it's a kid that's six-five, two forty. You know, so he has athleticism and size, and you can project him as being that type of uh, scene threat at the next level. 
So these two football teams are stocked. You can tell uh, the top five in the country and why everybody in college football is going to be tuned in uh, this Saturday. Uh, no doubt about it. And Sullivan, a really good-looking player. Divinity, who you mentioned, we'll see how that whole situation unfolds. And uh, he just recently left the team, another guy there. And, you know, you, you mentioned uh, the last decade of dominance, and that's what these two teams have done. When it comes to the NFL draft, uh, nobody, nobody's been uh, putting more players into the pros than Alabama. Since 2010, 83 players drafted. In the last decade, I mean that's incredible. Uh, LSU is third with 62. Ohio State's ahead of them with one by 63. But in the last nine years, these two programs have put 145 players in the NFL, which is really remarkable. Um, last year, Alabama, 10 draft selections. Uh, and it's interesting. In the last three years, Alabama has had double-digit draft picks: 10, 12, and 10. Uh, LSU three, seven, and eighteen. So again, uh, just the last three years alone, uh, fifty players from these two programs alone. So it's fair to say, the center of the college football universe, but also the center of the scouting community, uh, will have all eyes on LSU, Alabama. I'm sure the contingency at uh, uh, the game will be. Very well represented. The press box will be crammed. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Vaughn, where do your travels have you taking you? Uh, who are some players or matchups that you'll be keeping an eye on this weekend? Uh, what's on the docket aside from LSU, Alabama? I was going to check out NC State Clemson. Just uh, obviously the two quarterbacks or Clemson with the quarterback. Uh, and NC State having the ability to rush the pass of their D-line is underrated. We talked about a number of their players along that D-line, uh, so was interested to check these guys out. Uh, and just going to keep an eye on some other SEC matchups, Vandy, Florida, uh, and always check out my, my old Miss Rebels. Of course, of course. And, uh, you know, my, my uh, Temple Tough guys were on – the TV last night, just following up on some of those guys, and they got some good players there against UCF, uh, USF, and uh, you know Charlie Strong down there in South Florida um, is turning out some talent too, and they got a new quarterback. But hey, um, you know it's that time of year now with the the matching, the, the Max Conference, and the weekday games, and heck, there's even a game tonight, uh, two games tonight. You get to see. Uh, I think UCF is in action, and Oregon State is playing somebody. So, I mean, there's some really uh, good football programs. I know uh, Dane, we didn't even get a chance to ask Dane last night. He was at the uh, Ohio uh, University, I think it was, with Nathan Rourke and the quarterback there doing great things. So, uh, you know, we continue to scour the country. We we continue to comb it with a fine-tooth pick. And, uh, again, you know, listen, uh, it's been a great – team effort a collaborative effort and i can tell you that uh you know there's uh six voices here involved in the process and all all six of us have our voices heard equally and that's thanks to uh dan vandernat the director of college scouting who you heard uh earlier in the show and of course uh my co-host for the duration of this show putting up uh with my bantering and bickering and and uh you know von it's been uh 
fast, fast moving show today, but we're winding things down. So uh, any parting shots, any words for the people, any last words before we uh, get, get on out of here. For me, this is an exciting time for the, for these college guys. I mean, the senior year is closing up. We've got the last month of the season uh, approaching, ability to go to bowl games, uh, college football playoff, all-star games, the draft prep uh, process. And this is an exciting time. Just continue to put the, your best foot forward, continue to stay healthy, uh, prepare, prepare. Uh, just be prepared and ready to, to produce and put whatever you can do on resume. Put it on tape. Everybody else will, everything else will take care of itself. Uh, great advice uh, from somebody who's been there and done it from every perspective, a player, a personnel, uh, Von Hutchins, and, of course, you know, the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl January 18th out in Pasadena. Some of the things that Von just mentioned, hey, there's going to be a percentage of you that, you know, you might be in a bowl game. You might be in a, a, a late New Year's six game or that last week of December bleeding into January. And then, hey, you've got to figure out your agent. Uh, you know, you might go to the NFL PA Bowl and then do your combine training. You might not have a facility picked out yet. It might seem overwhelming to you, but that's okay because at the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl, we walk you through what you need to know. It's about the education, what we started at the top of the show. If you're unsure, reach out to me, 973-941-5959. There's my cell, 973-941-5959. If you're a player, you got a question, hit me up. You don't get an answer, text me. You don't get an answer, email me, ric at nfldraftbible.com. I can't respond to you instantaneously. It might take me 24, 48 hours, but I'll get back to you. Uh, You know, education, knowledge is power, and uh, somebody's got to do it. And uh, quite frankly, there's just not enough people. I'm not sure anybody else is out there doing it aside from the NFL PA Bowl. So with that being said, uh, class is now over. I'm glad you took notes, and we appreciate tuning in and listening. We do this each and every week here uh, on the iTunes Blog Talk Radio. So if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. We appreciate the love and support that you do show. If you're new to the show, well, hey, uh, like it, share it, subscribe it and you'll get notified for all of our new episodes. Of course, counting you down to that 2020 NFL PA Collegiate Bowl, January 18th in Pasadena at the historic Rose Bowl. If you haven't booked your tickets, you better do so. We'll be out there. We'll catch you next time, everybody. The NFL PA Collegiate Bowl Watch List Show is part of the All Access Football Network. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe. <laughs>